Hello, hello, beautiful people of God. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Deborah, and um, you're listening to Diary of a Christian Woman's podcast. So I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. If um, this is your first time of listening to my podcast, I want to say welcome. God bless you. You're in the right place. Thank you so much. And if you're a returning listener, God bless you. Thank you so, so much for listening to the small girl. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Um, before we proceed, I would like us to just speak in the Holy Ghost for a few seconds. Wherever you are, just love upon the Father. Love upon God. Just speak in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, our Father. You are worthy to be praised. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, sweet Spirit of God. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen. So quickly, um, I want to talk on, on a topic that I title, God is not deaf. God is not deaf. You are the one that is not speaking. God is not deaf. You are the one that is not speaking. Um, firstly, uh, let me start by saying that how you approach God is how he responds to you. How you approach God is how he responds to you. You know, oftentimes we believers, we usually say that, you know, um, um, okay, God is deaf, God cannot hear me. Isaiah 59 says that my ears are not heavy that I cannot hear you, you know, neither are my hands shortened that I cannot save you. Uh, you know, we used to say that, okay, God sees, God knows what I'm going through. He just, you know, he does not. He does not really care about me. He does. He's not. Um, he's not doing anything about my circumstance. You know. Well, we should understand that how we approach God is how He responds to us. The problem sometimes is not that God is not hearing us. The problem is that we are not really saying anything. Sometimes we feel that we are talking. Sometimes we feel that we are saying something to the hearing of God. But what we do most times is just mumble murmurings are not talking if you're murmuring you're not talking if you're murmuring you think that you're mumbling words you think that god can hear those words even god even though god knows the intent of a man's heart but you need to come direct you need to come to god and tell him father this is me this is what i want you know the reason god has not done something significant something tangible something palpable in your life is because you have not really spoken to his hearing you have not really said anything to his hearing the bible says in proverbs 15 29 he heareth the prayer of the righteous he heareth the prayer of the righteous so there's no time that you would call on god that he will not respond to you there's no time that you will speak to god that he will not respond to you you know there's something that we believers we do that you know that just make the as in it, it baffles me a lot we play the game of assumption with god we just assume that okay god knows that i need this thing oh god created me he knows that i i, I want this i want that you know 
of course god is god 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 is god knows everything he's omnipotent he's omniscient he's everywhere he knows that what you need but god wants you to speak matthew 7 7 he said ask Jesus said, ask and it shall be given. Knock and, and the door shall be opened. Seek and you shall find. In other words, if you do not ask, nothing will be given to you. Remember, a closed mouth is a closed destiny. So if you do not ask, nothing will be given to you. If you do not seek, you will not find anything. If you do not knock, the door will perpetually remain closed. So you have to, you have to ask, you have to speak, you have to seek, you have to knock. Stop playing the game of assumption with God. I know that the Bible says in Jeremiah 1 verse 5, before you were born, I know you, I ordained you a prophet. Yes, wonderful scripture. I love that scripture so much. But don't forget that Jesus said we should ask. We should ask. So it is important. Do you know that? Do you know that if God had not spoken, if God had not spoken, you and I will not be here. Do you know that? If God had not said anything, God had not spoken, you and I will not be in existence. For See, I've gone through the Bible and so many verses that God spoke. God spoke, God spoke. In Genesis 1 verse 3, God said, let there be light and there was light. In Genesis 1 6, God said, let there be an expanse in the midst of the waters. Genesis 1 9, God said, let the waters below the heavens be gathered into one place. God said, God said. Genesis 1 11, God said. Genesis 1 14, God said. God said, Genesis 1:20, God said, Genesis 1:24, God said, Genesis 1:26, He said, Let us, let us, let us make man. God said, Let us make man in our own image. Let us make man in our own in our own image. When you go through your Bible, you will see that God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke, God spoke. Um, in Numbers, in Numbers um, fourteen twenty-eight, when the children of Israelites were, when they were, when they were complaining and they were murmuring and all sorts, you know, God said, to, God said to Moses, okay, tell these people, tell these people to speak to my hearing. Whatever they say to my hearing is what I will do. Okay, did God not see that these people? Did God not see what they wanted? Did, did God not know that, okay, this is the reason why these people were murmuring? But he said to them, he said, speak to my hearing. Let them speak to my hearing. Whatever they say is what I will do. Whatever they say is what I will do. Until you speak to the hearing of God, God may never do anything for you. You have to speak. You have to speak. You have to open your mouth and talk. Tell God what you want. Okay, for some persons that 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 has told me a couple of times that okay, you know, I have prayed, God is not coming through. I have done this, God is not, you know. See, one hour of prayer is not enough for God to come through for us. He's a loving father, yes. But let us stop playing this game with God. Believers, see, one of the problems with Christendom today is that we pray for one hour, we pray for 30 minutes, and we expect God to move mightily. 
we pray for we we wait on god for two days we fast we pray and most times we even do these things we come to god where we even need some things not like we even have a relationship with god we just come to him okay god i need a promotion at work you know okay let me just do this three days dry fast and and then that's it no that's not how it works with god that's not how it works. You cannot pray for 30 minutes and you expect God to move mountains for you. You cannot come to God once in a while and you, you expect him to move mountains for you. You have to continually insist in the place of prayer. You have to continually insist in the place of prayer. You prayed yesterday, okay, your breakthrough did not come. You pray again. You pray last year, it hasn't come. You pray again. And even when it comes, you still have to pray because remember, whatever you got through praying, you have to maintain through praying. Hallelujah. So you have to continue, 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 insist in the place of prayer. Continue to insist in the place of prayer. God is not deaf. God can hear you. God can hear you, but you have to speak to his hearing. You have to speak to his, to his hearing. You know, in um in the book of Mark, Mark 10, 46, yeah, I believe. You know, I love the story of blind Bartimaeus. He was just somewhere and Jesus was passing. He was he was probably seated in the place where beggars usually sit, you know, and and Jesus was passing. And he heard that Jesus was passing and he stood up and, and he shouted, Oh, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus did not hear him the first time. Jesus did not hear him the first time. And he shouted the second, the second time even louder, I believe. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. And this time Jesus heard him. Jesus turned and Jesus asked for them to bring him closer, to bring him and i'm very sure that while he was while he shouted the first time people around him must have said oh jesus is busy he's about his business he will not hear you you are a blind man but he insisted and he shouted more and this time around and 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 jesus said okay what do you want me to do for you you know when i read that passage i was like okay jesus knows that this guy is blind what else would a blind man want other than to receive his sight? Why are you asking what he wants? You should already know that this is what he wants. But Jesus wanted him to speak. Jesus wanted him to open his mouth and speak and tell him what he really wants. The fact that he's a blind man does not mean that he wants his sight. It could be that he wanted food to eat. It could be that he just wanted to, okay, let me just... Um, feel the hand of Jesus or okay let me just um, beg for arms to go by you know but Jesus asked him what do you want and he said that I may receive my sight and Jesus prayed for him and he received his sight didn't Jesus know that this man needed his sight but Jesus still wanted him to speak Jesus still wanted him to talk so until you speak to the hearing of God until you speak to his hearing he may not do anything for you stop murmuring stop murmuring and start speaking stop murmuring and stop and start speaking start speaking start talking tell god what you need murmuring those words will not bring them hallelujah you know the story of hannah 
um, I love the story of Hannah and Lot. It is a story that I, one of my my best stories in the Bible. Um, Hannah was going to um, Shiloh. The Bible said she was going to Shiloh yearly, yearly. They were going to Shiloh. They were going to Shiloh. They were going to Shiloh. And you know, Hannah was just all about. She was angry. She was um, angry because Pen, uh, Penina was um, was was uh, mocking her with her with her barrenness was cursing her and all of that she was angry and i was just she was just angry she was not really praying to god she was not telling god anything she was just there she was always crying and doing all of that but until she prayed until she went to shiloh and entered the temple and prayed she prayed to the extent that that um um the priest eli mistook her for a drunken person until she opened her mouth and prayed in first samuel verse 11 until she prayed samuel did not come she did not rely on the fact that she and her husband go to shiloh every year she did not rely on the fact that okay they go to shiloh offer sacrifices to god they pray to god they do all sort of things for god okay she did not rely on that fact she still had to pray Guess what? The meaning of Hannah means the one that is favored by God. She did not rely on the meaning of her name. Your name can be called favor. And yet, until you call on the God of favor, nothing will happen in your life. Your name can be called blessing. Until you call on the God of blessing, nothing will happen in your life. Your name can be good luck. Until you call on the God of that good luck, nothing will be good in your life. So, beloved, it is time for you to start speaking. Start speaking. Stop murmuring. God is not deaf. God can hear you. God is not deaf. And I believe that as you call on the name of God today, he will do something tangible in your life. As you begin to call on the name of Jesus, as you begin to call on his name, as you begin to speak those things that, that you need into, into his ears, as you begin to speak into his hearing, he will begin to do magnificent things in your life. He will begin to do tangible things in your life in the name of Jesus. So this is my, um, this is what I just wanted to share with you people. Uh, I pray that he blesses someone. I pray that he blesses you. Hallelujah. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you.